honor your father and your mother. The fifth commandment seems simple enough, but what were the Israelites supposed to do when their parents weren't worthy of honor? Today on Rooted Daily, we're talking about what it means to keep the fifth commandment, even when it's hard. Welcome to Rooted Daily, the podcast where we're rooting ourselves in the Bible so we can grow with God a little more every day. I'm Brandon Levy, and I want you to listen to this quote, and you tell me who said it. The children now love luxury. They have bad manners, contempt for authority. They show disrespect for elders. They love chatter in place of exercise. Children are now tyrants, nor the servants of their households. They contradict their parents, chatter before company, cross their legs, and tyrannize their teachers. Who said that? Maybe Ronald Reagan, right? No, it's attributed to Socrates 400 years before Jesus. And whether he said it or not, there's no doubt people all the way back to the beginning of human history thought that way. You know, some people look out at this world and all they see are disrespectful young people. The next generation is always less moral. They're always less hardworking. They're always less committed in some people's eyes. But do you know what God sees? God sees the world as it's always been. So in the Decalogue, this is what the Lord says. Honor your father and your mother that your days may be long upon the land which the Lord your God is giving you. The fifth commandment, it seems simple enough, right? I mean, goes easily onto a, a wall poster for a Sunday school class. Kids, respect your parents. If for no other reason, do it because it's going to make life easier for you. And every generation of parents wishes their kids would pay closer attention to that command, all the way back to the days of Socrates. We're not unique. But once you get past the surface, the easy stuff of this command, you realize this goes pretty deep for God. Yes, this commandment comes with a promise. Ephesians 6 reminds us of that. But it also comes with a penalty, a harsh penalty. Leviticus 20 verse 9 says, For anyone who curses his father or mother shall surely be put to death. He has cursed his father or his mother. His blood is upon him. And if a man has a stubborn and rebellious son who will not obey the voice of his father or the voice of his mother, and though they discipline him, will not listen to them, then he, his father and his mother shall take hold of him and bring him out to the elders of his city at the gate of the place where he lives. And they shall say to the elders of the city, this, our son, is stubborn and rebellious. He will not obey our voice. He is a glutton and a drunkard. And then all the men of the city shall stone him to death with stones, so you shall purge the evil from your midst, and all Israel shall hear and fear. Deuteronomy 21. That's not a wall poster for a Sunday school class. This is serious for God. You know, the consequences are fatal if you fail to honor your parents. And God goes into depth about what that means. The law taught children not to, to kill their parents, Exodus 21.15, curse their parents, Exodus 21.17, steal from their parents, Proverbs 28.24, treat their parents with scorn, Deuteronomy 27.16. Now, this commandment, it's not talking about important things like worship or even some of the moral commandments like not murdering or committing adultery. I mean, this is just about doing the chores the first time mom asks, right? But God, he puts this command 
on the same level of importance as the other nine commandments. This is as serious to him as murder because it forms the basis of society, right? If children do not honor their own parents, society breaks down. In the New Testament, it's reaffirmed in Ephesians 6, children, obey your parents in the Lord for this is right. Honor your father and your mother. This is the first commandment with a promise that it may go well with you and that you may live long in the land. And to the Colossians, Paul wrote, children, obey your parents in everything for this pleases the Lord. So as long as I can obey my parents and I can obey God at the same time, I should. But even if we can't obey them, this command shows us there's still room for respect. Leviticus 19 says, And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to all the congregation of the people of Israel and say to them, You shall be holy, for I, the Lord your God, am holy. Every one of you shall revere his mother and his father, and you shall keep my Sabbaths. I am the Lord your God. It's the basis of society. It's the basis of family. It's the basis of faith, honoring your parents. Again, it, it seems simple enough, but when you start digging in here, there are all sorts of questions. Like, when does the fifth commandment become inapplicable? I mean, do you ever get old enough where this commandment no longer applies? Is there an arbitrary line? And if so, when is it? 18, 21, maybe 35 when you're old enough to become president? And there are things to consider here where the command is in the New Testament, Ephesians 6 and Colossians 3, it is directed to children, specifically children, that word there, meaning people younger than adults, whatever that means. It's in the same section of Ephesians 6 that's talking about sometimes temporary relationships. It talks about slaves, and just as a slave would no longer need to obey his master if he were freed, a child who has left his home wouldn't have the same obligations as someone who is still under their roof. Likewise, a spouse who has had the marriage covenant ended by adultery would not have the same obligation to obey. On the other hand, we have a teaching from Jesus in Matthew chapter 15 that says, Then the Pharisees and the scribes came to Jesus uh, from Jerusalem and said, Why do your disciples break the tradition of the elders? For they do not wash their hands when they eat. And Jesus answered them, And why do you break the commandment of God to take care of your tradition? For God commanded, Honor your father and your mother. And whoever reviles father or mother must surely die. But you say, if anyone tells his father or his mother, what you would have gained from me is given to God, he need not honor his father. So for the sake of your tradition, you have made void the word of God. Now, to be clear here, Jesus isn't necessarily affirming this commandment is going to apply in the new kingdom here. But he is saying that according to the Ten Commandments, even adults have obligations to respect and take care of their parents. And we need to be careful finding excuses to avoid those responsibilities. So the obedience part of honoring your parents may not be forever, but the respect and honor part surely is longer lasting. But how do we do that? How do we honor not just good parents, but bad, ungodly, neglectful parents. Here in Matthew 15, Jesus seems to be talking about destitute parents needing support to survive, but that's not always the case. And even if it were, what if your parents are, are bad parents? I mean, here in the Ten Commandments, the Israelites had lots of bad 
parents. The Old Testament is all about parents who turn from God and their children and their grandchildren had to do the work to turn away from their parents' sins. How can we honor that? And listen, today, many of us have parents who, if we gave them our full obedience and attention, they would pull us away from the life God called us to live. So how can we honor them? We don't have to curse them or hurt them, but honoring our parents should never stand in the way of honoring God. Even if we have dishonorable parents, we don't have to disrespect them. I don't think there's any interpretation of scripture that we should go around cursing our parents or deliberately avoiding helping them. But this command is not designed to lock us into our parents' foolish decisions and lifestyles. How many people do we know who have refused to follow Christ because their parents didn't or their parents taught them differently than the Bible? We are not told to obey our parents forever and in everything. This command does not mean that parents should be the first priority in our lives. Genesis 2.24 says, Therefore, a man shall leave his father and his mother and hold fast to his wife, and they shall become one flesh. Genesis 2. 24. We read the end of that at weddings, right? But focus on the first part for a moment. Adam and Eve, they did not have parents. So this command was given for all the generations that the, the man will leave his father and his mother. And the man's primary responsibility moves to his own family. And that is his primary concern. Doesn't mean he, he should start cursing his parents, right? But his parents aren't the ones driving his priorities anymore. And so there are principles here that carry on. In most cases, parents should not be cast aside or neglected. He doesn't clarify good parents, all parents. But in the moderation of the Bible, we also see there may be instances for where parents are destructive, invasive, or damaging to the marriage relationship or our relationship with God when our observance of the fifth commandment must come second to the other commands. And Frankly, that leaves us with some tough decisions sometimes, but we can't control our parents' actions. We can't control their attitudes. We can't control their lifestyles always, but the hope should be, even if we can't change them, we can be the kind of parents worthy of honor and we raise honoring children. I think the greatest application of this commandment is to become parents who our children can respect and obey. And when they do, it will lead them to the father. And that'll do it for this episode of Rooted Daily. Next time, we are opening up to the last five commandments of the Decalogue, the moral commands. So I can't wait to sit down and open up God's word with you next time. Thank you for watching this episode of Rooted Daily. We're praying that you're growing with us as we study the Bible and use God's word as our only foundation. If you appreciate this content, you want to make sure others see it, subscribe to the podcast on your favorite app, hit the share button. Most importantly, if you're ready to take the next step, repent, be baptized, and hand over your life to Jesus, let's talk today. Just send me a text to 317-207-2734.